Do you feel alone? Even your mama doesn't love you. Do you think you're weird? A bowling ball shouldn't be able to fit in there. Do you have a secret? I bet it's big. True Me with Kevin and Farah, driven by secrets, fueled by shame. Farah, I don't know how much we can talk about this, so I'm just gonna read you a story that CNN published. Uh, so Brunei's new law punishing homosexual sex with death by stoning has sent a wave of fear across the LGBT population in neighboring countries. Because on the 3rd of April, our friends in Brunei, the small oil-rich kingdom, introduced a strict legal code mandating death for adultery and sex between men, as well as lashes for lesbian sex and amputation for crimes like theft. Yep, uh, if you've not heard about this, you've been living under a rock. The whole world is talking about it mm-hmm. and um, it's caused quite a bit of a stir. Yeah, George Clooney sort of brought light to the entire thing into well, the mainstream media. Because I think the news stories were, were carrying it. But then celebrities started coming out to say like, oh, we're not going to stay in hotels owned by the government anymore. It was George Clooney, it was Ellen as well. Yeah. Um, but I think what's really interesting, really, is just sort of looking at the reaction locally. Mm-hmm. Because I know us being in Malaysia, um, it's really difficult to talk about certain things. Yeah. And that's a fact. The thing is, sometimes you and I are like, they gave us this platform, we've got to respect certain boundaries. Yeah. Uh, but we would be completely remiss if yeah. we do not talk about this right now. Because exactly. we talked about the ban on Beauty and the Beast a couple of years ago. Yeah. We talked about the marrying kids thing. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about this. Yeah. And I think we're going to be as respectful as. Exactly. Possible. Because the idea is we understand the climate that we're in. Um, however, it doesn't mean that you can't have a voice within mm-hmm. this climate. Now, specifically, what's really interesting is I've noticed that there's been an interesting sort of discourse that's happening in the sense that. Everyone's sharing their opinion and you're hearing some opinions that you don't think would come from certain specific individuals. Like apologists. Like apologists, exactly. So recently there was actually, um, we're not going to be mentioning any names or any specifics here today. But um, recently there was a social media post by a specific individual and uh, she had come out in support of the law. But in support in the sense of it being that, you know, it is their country. They have the right to implement whatever it is. um, You know, the law is an incredibly complex thing and we don't really understand it. Mm -hmm. And she came from the gay community. Oh, she's gay herself. Exactly. Is she from that country? No, she's Malaysian. Okay. Um, And the idea was when she came out saying that, because she's a lesbian woman, a lot of lesbians who were her friends um, were shook. They were shooketh Because the idea is that they felt that You know, this particular individual should be against it Because she's gay Because it's about caning lesbians It's about caning gay people basically No, no, no Killing, stoning gay people And caning lesbians Exactly, yes And and I get really upset when people say things like Listen, it's just the law But it doesn't mean they're actually going to enforce the punishment That's what a lot of people are saying Exactly And and I think it's really frustrating Especially when you say "It's, It's okay lah, it's okay It's just there yeah, you know, but it doesn't mean that anything's going to be done about it. Just like our sodomy law. Just like the sodomy. You know what I'm saying? It was never mm-hmm. anything until the 19 something, right? That's, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. And then the 90s. Um, but we have to remember there are countries around Southeast Asia that do still carry some really harsh laws. Brunei is not the only one to have a law against homosexuality. Yeah, and sometimes um, it's not just the country; it's the provinces as well. Exactly. So in Indonesia, we know of one. It's Aceh. Aceh. Um, and we have to understand that this is an incredibly complex. Situation. However, I will say one thing. I on on a 
personal basis, I have my issues with this law. Of course I do. Um, however, I do think it's great that we're able to kind of talk about it. Have you not noticed now in Malaysia, social media, people are kind of openly talking about it as well. Almost like we forgot that it's a sensitive thing in Malaysia. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. I think it's cool that we get to talk about it. I think it's cool that we get to know which one of our friends are assholes who... Not assholes. You know, you've got your different opinions. For example, I unfriend people when they say, oh, I voted against marriage equality in Australia. Then I'm like, okay. I don't have to be your friend. Yeah. It's not like you can choose to believe whatever you believe. Yes, I don't have to be your friend. And I think that a lot of people are getting a little bit emotional with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the best way is, yes, either <laughs> one option is to just ignore the situation, but another is to sit down and have a conversation with them. I urge everybody to talk about this with your friends and family and just to really, really understand why people feel that way. And then maybe we can come to some kind of conclusion. Because here's the thing about it. Here's my personal feelings. Um, this is doesn't represent anybody or any entity but as a Malaysian this is happening so close to home yeah. that I I do worry about what the implications are specifically culturally and you think Malaysians are going to say oh let's do that here too yeah I mean we can't deny this this is a fact there's been a rise of conservatism because we all have been practicing stricter laws yeah and we have to remember we do carry Islamic law here as well and we're very moderate and we've come out saying that we're moderate but I do fear that people might say hey this is something someone else is doing maybe we should practice that as well um, so I think we need to talk about it I, I think it's important that people especially of certain communities mm-hmm. I think everybody's getting my drift here it's just to have a voice yeah. doesn't mean I don't think you should go and burn things down and get upset and no but it's to talk about it talk I, to your friends talk to your family members for example if you watch a movie that's emotional or it leaves you like emotional trauma you're going to talk about it to your friends mm-hmm. use this to talk about it and find out what other people think around you and yeah. if they're not supportive then that's their prerogative exactly and one more thing I want to say about this is that a lot of people are upset that some gay people from the community are actually in support not in support but apologizing they're apologists right or um, and people are upset because you're gay you should be you know this is this is obviously going against everything um, everything we stand for in the community yeah. so on and so forth but here's the thing about it we have to understand that people have different levels of priorities when it comes to the identity for a lot of people your gender comes first for some people your nationality comes first for other people their faith comes first mm-hmm. it's and that's a tricky part because not everybody sees those things as the same thing exactly therefore a lot of times we when we argue about these things it's hard because uh, Farah and I had a discussion earlier before we came into the studio that faith and human rights sometimes may not go hand in hand together. We're going to take a short break because when we come back, I'm going to drop a couple of more details on this case. We have some more new articles about the what happened in our neighbor country. So we're going to come back and share those details with you in case you haven't been reading the news lately. Critics are now calling the gay sex stoning law barbaric to the core. And Human Rights Watch researcher Andreas Harsono said that the public prosecutors in Brunei even visited Aceh, a city we mentioned a couple of minutes ago back in 2014, in uh, ahead of the introduction of Sharia law in their own country to learn about its implementation. Now, its neighboring country, Malaysia, some of us, our citizens, are calling the new laws brave. This is where it gets really sticky mm-hmm. because a province like Aceh is almost all Muslim. Yeah. And if you don't know much about Aceh, I urge you to go and read about their history. But this is something they sort of, they've chosen. Um, I don't agree with it, but we are talking about faith here. And I always get uncomfortable a little bit about um, when I want to talk about serious... Ooh, girl, mama yeah. needs a minute. Because it's so, da- it's not dangerous. It's so... 
controversial. Yeah, I think there's so much backlash for us to, you know, talk with this head on. We can talk about this if it's not on the mic. Like that's exactly what I was gonna say. If you want to really hear our opinions, let's go have a drink and have a chat. Yeah. But the idea is that here, I just want to say that it's a really complex matter. When it comes to laws, when it comes to these things, it really have to come from the people. My biggest concern with specifically this law is is the fact that someone's deciding this for for their people and. Um, Malaysia calling it brave. Are we really surprised? Um, we have well, always... all Malaysians, obviously. Yes, 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 yes. But the idea is that we've always struggled with the idea of we're Asian, we're multicultural, we're a melting yeah. pot, and at the same time, we have specific religious values. Some people are saying, "Well, how often do you see that law being carried out anyway? Because if they're going to chop off the hands of everybody who steals, are they going to find out everybody who's cheating on their husband or their wife and stone them as well? It's hmm. just just uh, theoretical, but is it though? Is it uh, just a theory? Because if it's a theory, why is it a law now? And if it's a law, and not just a theory, just a law on its own, just by saying that this is illegal, will instill fear within the citizens. Yeah. So whether you believe being an LGBT person is correct or incorrect. You know by law it is wrong, and that is a big difference. Exactly. What I was just going to say is, if a thief were to steal, we know stealing is wrong. Mm-hmm. That's fundamentally true, mm-hmm. right? But with the whole thing about the LGBTQ community, just because someone has an opinion about something, it doesn't make it true. Now, having this law, it has nothing to do about whether it's going to be enforced or not. It's about the fact that there's already a community of people who were born to love. Um, in a specific fashion, they are going to be already seen as sort of miscreant, as lower than everyone else, yeah. as a crime. Which is really frustrating for me to hear people talk about this, especially from the gay community. I'm not saying that the gay community has to have these sort of incredibly liberal views. I don't necessarily think that. But I think it's really important, really, really, really important for gay people to sort of come out and share their opinion and talk about how... I don't understand how someone... No, the thing is, I disagree with you on one tiny technical issue because... Human rights is not a liberal view. Ooh, girl, you are correct. Yeah. You are 100% correct. Not I- being stoned to death because of your sexual identity or your gender identity is not. It's not liberal. Because T is transsexuals. Yeah. You know? So if I were born into the wrong body and I grew up hating myself and I want to change that, but if I do, I get killed? That's a human rights violation. 100% agree. And hmm. See, we're hitting stones. We're hitting walls here. Yeah. Yeah. There is a man who was interviewed by reporters in Washington saying that, um, I'm not sure if you call this uh, man an apologist. He says that the government has yet to use the penal code against anyone accused in engaging in in, in consensual same-sex sexual relations. And for the most part, um, the behaviors of the locals haven't changed since the whole thing started. He says he's trying to live his life the most socially acceptable way that he can. Uh, It's both worse and better than what people expect here. But then again, it's still too early to say. However, his parents are asking him to keep a low profile. Now, see, you're straight. I would never say keep a low profile because you're straight. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So that's sort of dangerous. A lot of people, when they come to Southeast Asia, they have this idea. I've got friends uh, who come into Malaysia from Thailand and they're not from Thailand. They're just expats working in Thailand. But they come to Malaysia to visit me and they feel like they're in a country where they can be unsafe and stoned. And I'm like, I don't think you should worry about that. But it's everything they read in the news, the laws that we create. Yeah, um, I think quite simply, it boils down to this. It really doesn't matter what you think and everybody has the right to think or believe in whatever it is 
it as they do, but it becomes a problem when it's enforced in such a way. It's being voiced and vocalized and visualized and materialized this way. Um, I hate the fact that this person is talking about how it's okay, it's fine, nothing's really changed, I'm supposed to keep a low profile. To be honest, before this law, he was keeping a low profile. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In Malaysia, we have laws, yeah? We have specific laws when it comes to homosexuality specifically. But we keep a low profile. There, Literally, you talked about a friend coming down and, and feeling um, unsafe. I was speaking to a friend of mine, he's gay, he's from Manila, and literally I invited him for my wedding here in KL and he just sort of, like he felt unsafe because yeah. I was telling him, like, oh, you know, you should down. go out. Yeah, literally, he's like, can I hook up? Is that wrong? What do I do? Do I bring a boyfriend? Can I bring my boyfriend? Da, da, da. And in my head, I realized, holy crap. This is the impression Malaysia gives to other countries. And this is how we're seeing Brunei as well at this point. Yeah. But the idea as well is the fact that it's not good enough for people to say that things are okay. Okay is not okay. Do you know That's what I'm trying true. to say? What it's- they're trying to make to be okay is not okay. Human yeah. rights-wise, it's very... because. It means that there is a possibility and it's not illegal to stone someone to death. Yeah, it's the idea that if a kid was gay in school, literally they'd be looking at him like he's a murderer. Yeah. I want people to understand that. He, he would be seen as someone who's like a rapist simply because of his sexual preference or his sexual identity. I know the law says um, gay sex. Gay sex specifically. only, yeah. And then I love how they try and cover this up and say, oh, and also adultery. You know what I mean? First things first, why is anyone trying to govern what I do with my body? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a public indecency law. You know, it's something I'm doing in the privacy of my own bedroom. I'm not committing adultery in the public park. Exactly. If I decide to cheat on my husband, if I decide to cheat on my wife... That's our marriage to fuck up. Exactly. You don't take me out there and stone me. And I want to know how they're going to do it. To be honest, I want to know are they going to do it outside the palace? Do you think there's going to be a backlash <laughs> if... And the occasion actually arises. Someone is actually being stoned to death because they committed adultery, they cheated on their husband or wife, or if they were found to be having gay sex. What do you think the backlash would be? Because right now, people can say we are going to boycott their hotels. Brunei is one of the richest countries in the world. They're not going to be that affected if you don't check into their hotels on time. Yeah, I think the Western world would freak out. I think um, there are countries within Southeast Asia, closer to home, um, Southeast Asia, that are going to make a comment or a statement. Um, I don't think the country that we're in will take too much of a strong stand uh-huh. on this situation. However, I do hope this never happens and if it does international law should step in and I know that can't be the case because we're talking about countries like Saudi Arabia um There are so many countries that practice this, that have this law. We're talking about even Uganda, for example. Mm -hmm. So this is not a new thing. It's just that there shouldn't be even more countries practicing this. There should be less because we're going forward. Exactly. Before we end the show, we got to remind you, if you're in any of this place or if you even in Malaysia, if you ever feel like still is being a fear is being instilled inside of you because of the law or whatever, a fear is being given to you that you have to feel scared, that you have to feel like you don't deserve, that you are a criminal because of your sexual identity you know it's always easy to lay low and be like okay I gotta keep safe but it's also a time for you to be strong and be brave so that's very important yeah Always speak up your opinion. Find friends with similar ideas and find solace and comfort within these friends instead of having a chance to be caught and stoned, unfortunately. Yeah, I can only speak on this on an emotional level and a personal level. Don't let someone else's narrative lead the story of your life. Mm. So the idea here is just because there's this law that's implemented in this country, if you are in this country, know that... 
at this point, all you can do is be true to yourself, stay safe, and be real. That's all I'm going to say. And back home in Malaysia, I, anyone who's listening to this, really just, when you can, educate yourself. Go out there and... If you have a certain faith, understand it wholly. Look at all sides. There are always avenues. There are always options. And at the same time, Kevin's right. I'm not saying discount everybody who disagrees with you, but find yourself a community of people yeah. who are supportive and loving. If everybody in that community is for some reason outside of your country, move. Yeah. Honestly, there should be no boundaries to your safety and to you feeling pure joy and happiness. Or worse come to worse, come hang out with us. <laughs> if you think we're wrong, if you think we're being offensive, or if we upset you, you can talk to us. If you agree with anything we said, you can also talk to us. Find us on Facebook at IceKachangMY, on Twitter at IceKachangMY, or download the app from the Play Store and the App Store. That's it. Bye.